just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, and kindred spirits everywhere. Welcome to another edition of The Robin Callie Show. I'm Callie Alpert, here with my dear brother, kindred spirit, Robbie Kay. What's up, y'all? Good evening, Callie Alpert. Good Good to see you. And hello to everybody. A worldwide hello. (laughs) We we have listeners apparently around the globe. So in China, we want to say ni hao. And well in, done. And in Korea, we want to say Annyeong. Oh, nicely done. There we go. I so, didn't want to take the chance, so I put that on you to try. I love learning different languages, especially like some of the basics, like hello, how are you, you know, have a good day, stuff like that. So there we go. And then in Texas, of course, we all know how to say hello in Texas. It's hi, y'all. Yeah. So there we go. That one was, yeah, that was especially perfected. You've had a lot of practice with that one. I have. Um, but nicely done, yes. And we do, we welcome everybody. We always get excited when we're able to see who's listening across the globe before we launch each of our episodes. So thank you all for listening. Yeah. And we'd also like to give a shout out um, quickly at the beginning of the show to our new and very first sponsor, nycvideoauditions.com. And we'll tell you a little more about them later. Great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to okay, that. Okay, good. I am too. <laughs> so our topic tonight is regret, dealing with regret and making peace with one's past. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when I think of regret, I think of the Frank Sinatra song. (laughs) That's what I was thinking about on the way over here. Regrets, I've had a few. Okay, yeah. Somehow that popped into my head. Sure. Um, We've all had them. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we've talked about, you know, um, doing this topic just recently. And it's something, I mean, it's it's something that I think is so pervasive. Everybody's got some sense of uh, regret about something that they've done. I often feel like regret has more to do, at least for me and other people I've talked to, with what I haven't done. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that there are plenty of um, examples I have of things I've had to make peace with. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking on the way over here, and I feel like I say that every show now, on the way over here I had this vision of when I was five, but I sort of did. I was thinking about how... Um, many years ago when I, uh, I don't know, I was maybe giving, trying to count, like, um, help a friend or something, trying to give somebody guidance. Maybe I was processing something myself. And I remember saying to them, if you could project yourself onto, you know, you at age 85 or 90, what would you look back and tell your current self now about how to handle the situation or how to live your life or how to move forward next week? Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really interesting exercise to do to try to spare yourself from creating situations that might cause regret. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think, like you said, we all have it. And, you know, if I could talk to that 21-year-old kid yeah. or 18-year-old kid for me who went to college... Mm-hmm and said, look, here are some better decisions that you could make, you know, that'd be great, but we can't go back in time, but we can learn from the past. And so I think there's a difference between, um, there's a difference between living in the past and learning from the past. And I try and learn that. I love that. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. And I, I try and learn from the past. And, you know, when I was thinking about the topic, I started to think about regrets I had and almost every instance that I thought of, I learned so much from it. And I, I mean, it sounds cliche, but I wouldn't be the guy I am today. Absolutely. Had I not made those mistakes or not 
learned or if I hadn't taken inaction and realized that I, I could have taken action and next time I will take action. So I think there are valuable lessons from it. And I think regret sometimes just turns into, you know, us beating ourselves up. And that's just not really helpful. You know, we can do that. But at the same time, it's like, all right, those are the decisions I made at that time. And now I can make different decisions. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to um, also say, I feel like I'm just like a, I'm a walking promotion now for all of our all of our business that we have to take care of. But we would like to invite anybody who'd um, like to call in and share a story or a comment or participate in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the number is 877-480-4120. So please feel free to join us. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I know so many people that have dealt with so much regret, shame, beating themselves up over whatever it is, something they did or didn't do. I feel, I don't know, unless I'm in utter denial and completely ignorant to myself, I don't feel like I've um, spent a lot of time on that emotion. I feel like I've been spared the guilt gene, even though which is rare as a Jewish girl. Right. Um, and and you could the regret gene. Many novels or books about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel, I feel really blessed by that. And it's not like I can't think of plenty of examples and sort of kind of crimes I've committed against myself. Uh-huh. But I feel like I'm People probably... People are like, Callie, don't you feel bad about that? <laughs> right, exactly. And you're like, like no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden the phones are lighting up. No, not really. Not yet. But <laughs> right, everyone from my past, uh, what about that time when you and when you and when you... Okay, well, I'll just make a blanket up. Um, apology for anything I haven't acknowledged <laughs> already. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I just feel like the idea, like you said, the learning facet of all of this to me is the most important part because I really believe that we go through exactly what we do when we do it. And like you said, it does sound a little cliche, um, you know, short of doing something that really creates harm or hurt for somebody or something that's illegal or disrespectful or unethical, you know, um, which again, there's so many nuances that we've, you know, are included in a lot of what we've what we've all done. Yeah. Um, but I think it really is important to just embrace your experiences because you wouldn't be the person that you are today having not had them. Um, you know, and I think about I don't know if you could, you could probably think of one or two things that we've talked about over the years. Um, but I was trying to think of examples of things that I might have regret over, and you know, um, my, one might be like maybe spending too much time in the wrong relationship, yeah. or maybe a little too much time was wasted, or maybe especially as a woman who thought when I was younger that I wanted to have children. When there's a time limit on something, and you feel like maybe you spent a little too much time in the wrong thing that precluded you from finding the right partner, having a kid, like those kinds of things. But even now looking back, I don't have a major sense of regret about it. Um, just a little bit that maybe yeah. that's where I could have had an example of where I might've been a little bit more mindful about something or cut my losses a little bit quicker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which kind of reminds you, like sometimes we learn what we don't want so that we can learn what yeah. we do want, you know? So how can you learn who you are, what you like, what you want, what your needs are, unless you've gone through times where that hasn't happened, you know? Yeah. So again, I think it's part of the learning curve of life. Um, I, as a guy, you know, a lot of times my regrets are, you know, girls I didn't ask out or girls who were interested in me mm-hmm. and I just kind of ran away cause I didn't know what to do about that at that time in my life. So I think that's a common regret that guys have. Um, for me, the biggest regret that I, I think in my life, though, um, as far as looking back at a time where I really wish I made different decisions was college. 
And I think most of us get to college and most of us are pretty immature. And sometimes we just get into partying and kind of run away from home. And I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. We both went to Syracuse (laughs) and I had a totally different experience (laughs) than Callie. (laughs) But, um, but then again, so it's like, you know, if I didn't do, if I didn't make those decisions in college and, and do some things that I look back on and say, well, you know, I could have done that differently. I, I wouldn't have learned from it. But in particular, I remember that on my, my, uh, in freshman year on my dorm floor and my roommate, I was friends with a group of guys on my floor, my roommate, and then some other guys on our floor. And they were a really great group of guys. And I'd never had a group of friends like that. Mm-hmm. Even, even in high school, I was a, a loner and then I bounced around and I did have groups of friends I was friends with, but I kind of bounced all over the place. And this was different in college. And, um, and eventually, you know, I don't know if I sabotaged it or it was just immaturity, but I decided I was going to rush a fraternity. And then I found some other guys and totally dropped these guys and never was really friends with them. And I regret it, you know, and I've learned from it and I've learned to know because then I joined this fraternity and it really wasn't as good a fit friends wise as this group of guys I had originally. And so I've learned to, I learned from that what kind of friends are good for me or what kind of friends I'd like to have in my life and what kind of friends I don't. It's funny. I don't know what it is. If this is a testimonial for um, or an endorsement for Syracuse because we didn't know each other because I'm a little bit older than you are, so we weren't there at the same time. Mm. But I was recently telling a friend um, about a lot of my shenanigans and experimentations at Syracuse. I like and how you call it that shenanigans. <laughs> well, that kind of leaves everybody. Uh, it's all up to the class. imagination. Did you take that class with <laughs> Professor Albert Shenanigans One Hundred and One? <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a really great it's name for class. It's behind the student union. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, it's at that bar. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I was listing and really saying everything out loud um, and really given the laundry list and, and this friend had not, ex- you know, experienced half of what I had, I thought, holy cow, there's a lot of things on this list that might not have been the healthiest for me. Again, I don't have any regrets about any of it. Never really did myself or anybody harm, but it was just interesting when you say things out loud sometimes. Um, But afterwards, speaking of, you know, early 20s and just sort of launching into adulthood or sort of learning who you are, Mm. I would say that that was a period where I probably, not that everybody can't, you know, go back and say that they could have done it differently and Mm. you're young and you're just sort of learning yourself. Mm. But I remember how much pressure I put on myself to figure things out. I had such paralysis analysis analysis paralysis, which I'm still not, you know, out of the woods. That's one of my one of my specialties, but gotten a lot better. But back then I was just so intent on figuring it out and the perfect thing and the perfect career and the amount of worry and pressure I put on myself when here now all these years later, it was really for naught was is it's just extraordinary so just you know another example of sometimes the things that we impose on ourselves that really just take up a lot of energy unnecessarily yeah but you don't know it at the time because all that you know the wisdom squandered on the younger versions of ourselves too right right and then also you're young you have all those hormones going it's like as we get older because that doesn't happen when you get older (laughs) well it's but it's like you know especially when you're young maybe you're even more you feel more pressure like you got to do certain things or it's got to happen you got to make it happen you know rather than let it happen as we've talked about on the show and it's like well you know some 
some things will just work out or you know, you'll find your way. I'm a recovering figure outer. I say that mm, all the I time. Know, I love that expression. I, I still find myself trying to figure out things I don't need to figure out. I'm thinking, though, I wonder how much time in my life I thought or I wasted time regretting things when I could have been living life while yeah. I was regretting. So it's like, if anything, regret has taught me to enjoy the moment, enjoy this time of life. And I think the takeaway from the show, I'm going to give kind of early tonight, but it's like, whatever you're thinking of doing, just do it. Don't look back on your life and be like, ah, I wish I would have done that. You know, it's like that thing, like you were saying, when you're 90 years old and you could talk to that person that's younger, you know, when you're 90, are you going to look back in your life and say, oh, we could have done a radio show. No, we're doing it. <laughs> I know. We're so, I'm so happy to say that we don't have, we don't have that. We can cross that one off our list. Mm-hmm. And I also think to that point, just to add to that, that um, to when you figure out what that answer is that you're telling your current self your younger version of your of you know that old person is to try to take a step every day to honor whatever that internal advice is that you've you know that you've sort of projected back you know back to the future however we're going to say it right yeah so that you can actually make your days more um, just honorable to who you are and and that'll lessen the amount of regrets you're you know you're apt to have yeah and I think the whole point is to make use of the information from the past so right. that we can make use of it today and enjoy life. So with that, we're going to talk about our sponsor. Um, Again, we're sponsored by NYCVideoAuditions.com. So New York City actors and singers, for all your self-taping needs, whether you're auditioning for a film, a TV show, or a theater production, NYCVideoAuditions.com is the place to go. I remember I had a friend visiting from Australia. Her name was Amelia. And she is a singer and she needed to do an audition while she was here and send it back to Australia to her agent. Oh, cool. So I referred her over to nycvideoauditions.com. Nice. They did a great audition. She sent it to her agent, even Excellent. though she was on another continent. So wherever you are, if you're visiting New York City, check them out. Again, that's nycvideoauditions.com. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Rob and Callie Show. We would really love it if you called. You want to join the conversation. We're talking about making peace with regret or making peace with your past. The number is 877-480-4120. Yes, it is. Isn't it? That's a number. Yeah. And we want to say we just um, learned that um, some listeners in Ireland have joined us. So we'd like to give a shout out. There you go. We're feeling lucky. Yeah. Hello, Ireland. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the show. So we're talking about regret. So, you know, I was thinking about how a lot of times I make use of my own past experience to help other people. And it's like if I didn't make mistakes in the past or if I didn't do things that I want to do differently, if I could do them again, I can sort of vicariously live through other people or at least help them to pass on that knowledge and maybe they can experience some of the things that I wanted to. I think that's how life works. You know, we're not robots, we're human beings and we we learn from things and we make adjustments and we go on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Although, you know, conversely, I was recently with um, my niece who is 24 and her two roommates and I went to visit them at their new lovely apartment before um, she and I went out to dinner. Mm. And, you know, I'm hanging out with them. And first of all, I forget that I'm twice their age and 
basically the you know the age of their parents. I was kind of in denial about that part. Right. So I was just kind of hanging with the girls. We're talking about boys and the whole thing. And then you're I, like, I know who Drake is. <laughs> of course, I know Drake. Yeah, and I nodded a lot. Started from the bottom. Like, now we're here. <laughs> um, very very nicely done tonight. Thank Thanks. you for that. Um, maybe that'll be our new soundtrack, our new, um, our new show. It's a great tune. Anyway, got it. Um, so I, uh, I was keenly aware though, as I listened to them talking more about their lives, that with experience, I have a lot more to say, perhaps some wisdom that I could have shared with them. And I, and I'm not a parent. Mm. Um, and it's also wasn't my place and they weren't asking for my advice, but I did recognize how I really had to sort of, um, you know, quell my feedback and that wanted to spare them from something because it really wasn't my place to do. So there is a play, you know, a point too where you can't really spare other people from creating what potentially can be regretful to them. Not that they were talking about anything so, you know, threatening or dangerous or salacious or anything. Right. But it made me realize that there really is, you know, with experience and wisdom comes probably an exponentially less you know, smaller pro- uh, probability that you're going to do something that's going to cause regret. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it was an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I've been able to help one person avoid some of my mistakes I've made in the past, I think um, I'm happy with that, you know? Um, yeah. I'm just so different than I was when I was younger, just in so many different ways. And I think, again, that's just part of the evolution of living a life. You know, we're just not the same people in our forties as we were in our twenties. And, and that's the good thing because also I think I just enjoy life so much more and I'm so much more able to be in the moment, like even doing the show tonight and having everybody in the studio. It's great. And it's like, yeah, our family here is growing, by the way, which is really fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I can just really take this in. Whereas when I was that 18 year old kid on the Syracuse campus, I'm like, oh, my God, where's the party? Where's the fun? What am I going to do? Do I look all right? You know, those insecurities that you have as a kid. Yeah. If you're listening, you're young. Don't worry. They go away. A lot of them. Yeah, they really do. Relax. Have you seen those? There's there's a lot of things that go around online, especially on Facebook, where they have, um, you know, a video of a 95 year old woman talking about her life lessons or greatest regrets. There's a variety of them that I've seen over the years Mm -hmm. and they're quite beautiful. And there really is some value to learning from people that are at the later parts of their life because they're just in a, you know, obviously in a very different place. I, you know, I checked out, I I did write down, I wrote down, um, I think this was from a Forbes article and I wrote down like the, whatever it was, nine or 10 biggest regrets that most people have. I guess they did some sort of a survey. Right. Um, So um, among them, working too much, not standing up to people that bully you, not being in touch with people that are meaningful to you, giving up, um, losing your true love, letting your true love slide by and not working harder to make that happen, Mm -hmm. Um, not letting go of technology or putting your phone away to really attend to being present in your life, Mm -hmm. Um, bearing the hatchet with people that you have some sort of a, um, you know, have had a tiff or some history with that you haven't forgiven or talked it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Having a lack of confidence in yourself, living from a place of shoulds and whatever familial or societal pressures were put on you rather than living from your heart. Mm. Um, and I can't understand my writing on this last one. Not taking, oh, not taking things too seriously. 
Yeah, I don't relate to that one at all. Everything else, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I totally not. Nah, what are you talking about? I don't say things too seriously. <laughs> but they're so val. I mean, they're really so yeah. valuable, and they're so universal. That's the other thing that's so interesting. I think that you know, often um, we as human beings have the same category of regret. So, what is that block that precludes us from even from from correcting them or from sparing ourselves, living them out? You know, we've got such an opportunity to sort of undo some of those funky habits you know that don't lead us to a happy place well i think that's part of the life work though is clearing that space you know it's it's sort of like learning and growing you know and part of growth it doesn't always look pretty and sometimes it's messy and sometimes it's making some really stupid decisions or not stupid but making decisions that aren't great for us and then again we learn um at least that's you know that's what i've done i mean as far as you know, some of the things that I thought of when I was a kid, when I grow up, you know, this is how life's going to be. Uh, many oh things have so not been yeah. that way. There's a shocker. Yeah. And it's like, if I came here as a soul and I'm like, okay, here's the kind of path I'm going to have. But when I'm living it, I think it's going to be totally different. Well, then I definitely accomplished that. <laughs> you say, how's that going for you? <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, I've kept to it. It's been quite a, an adventuresome journey. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I really, um, you know, so when I think about like what we can offer our listeners tonight and ourselves when it comes to number one, dealing with regrets that um, we have and also trying to be preemptive about not creating new regretful situations, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I'm not sure that I, I don't, I need to kind of continue to talk this out with you. I mean, I, I, I keep thinking about the wisdom of people that are ahead of us, whether it's a mentor or a family member or a grandparent or just somebody that's a wiser soul mm-hmm. um, who can, you know, maybe imbue like certain lessons on us just yeah. to help us live a more conscious, mindful life. Yeah. But I also think a huge piece of this is forgiveness for in our with ourselves. It yeah. might be at you know at the core of a lot of this too. Yeah. And I'm not sure that we're taught that often. You know, when have you have you ever been taught to forgive yourself until you spend, you know, lots of money with a therapist? Right. You know? Right. And I think that's one of the most challenging things in life is that self care, but self forgiveness and self acceptance. And I was thinking about um, how part of regret is sadness, you know, and there is some grieving to some things that happen in life where you, oh, I wish things would have gone differently. And sometimes you do grieve about it or get sad so that you can let go and move on and forgive yourself. At least I've had to do that. Sometimes it's been quite emotional about certain things that happened or didn't happen. And I couldn't just think my way through it. I sort of had to feel my way and then be able to be like, all right, I did the best I could at that time. And now I want to do better. Right. But that is a process. I mean, it really is. That takes learning. That's that in and of itself. It's like you said, the amount of energy that you spend on the regret, yeah, you know, is really such squandered like energy. It's such wasted energy, but easy to say because when you're in it, you know, it's just um, I don't know what's the difference between between people that are um, particularly hard on themselves and those that aren't. You know, I don't know if there's some kind of I don't know, personality trait or something that makes it easier for certain people to be able to forgive themselves and others not to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We get into this on the show a lot of times, whether it's nature or nurture, you know, yeah. we, you know, maybe it's both. Um, I think that, um, I think that for, in my own case, I can be pretty hard on myself. Yeah. And most people I know are that way. They're very sensitive people who really care about things, want to do well in the world, want to have a good life. And sometimes they take things really to heart 
and you know they really feel it if it doesn't go well so um i think you know i'm always trying to be lighter about that and not take it so seriously Mm -hmm. so i am working on your list that you recommended to everybody and i also recommend that list to all of us (laughs) yeah keep me posted on that let me know how that goes for you i will i'll give an update to everyone (laughs) yeah we'll put it on facebook here's what's going on with rob today Stay tuned, everybody. But also, you know, I remember years ago, um, I never realized I was hard on myself until my therapist pointed it out to me years ago. Mm. It was a real mind-boggling thing, the amount of pressure I put on myself to fix things, to um, work on things. I guess it's sort of regret-oriented or maybe making peace with my peace, peace peace with my past, Mm -hmm. um, maybe patterns that I'd perpetuated that I wasn't happy about. I had no idea until it was an outside person who was very savvy and, you know, awake to who I was to tell me that. So I wasn't even aware of it, Yeah, you know, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, but I think most people, and and I think a lot of people go through, um, life and have regrets and they're not aware of it and they bury them, Yeah, you know, or I think it's probably very crucial to be in touch with that, like you said, and have the feelings and let them sort of bubble up because then it makes space for number one, just to have peace, number two, to move forward and number three, to sort of live a lighter, happier life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? How most of us, I guess at some point think that beating ourselves up is actually helpful. Yeah. Like where that, do we get that from? I don't know. That's actually doing something. Let me just beat the shit out of myself mm-hmm. and feel really bad about this. Yeah. And then maybe I'll feel better. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm going to feel worse about it. And usually, <clears throat> excuse me, usually I have to sort of like really look at where that anger is coming from. Maybe I'm angry about what happened. I'm taking out on myself and I need to go to the gym and get on the punching bag and get it out a little bit or journal about it or do something to get that rage out. So I'm not taking it out on myself because that's just self abuse. It's like, it's not going to do anything and it's certainly not going to change the past. You know, I'd like to meet the person who came up with that formula. If I really regret this, then maybe the past <laughs> will not have happened. Yeah. No, that's not how it yeah, works. That's yeah. not how it works. And as Don Miguel Ruiz always says, we are as human beings addicted to suffering maybe not the best way to go maybe to you know to think about that so I guess in kind of in closing um some suggestions some takeaways would be just to give yourself permission to feel the regret so that you can create space to kind of get it out of your body mm-hmm. um maybe be more mindful about the way you live your days don't miss opportunities carpe diem mm-hmm. um so that you don't die wondering the old as the old expression goes i always like that one yeah and and maybe to seek the wisdom of people that are a little further ahead that can possibly spare us from mistakes that we don't, you know, that we don't need to make. Yeah. They can lead you on the path and be a guide. Yeah. Be gentle with yourselves, people. Yes. Please go easy on yourself. All right. Yes. So with that, this has been another episode of the Robin Callie show. You can reach us. We're all over the place on social media, the Robin Callie show. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to robk.com. And you'd like to, if you'd like to learn more about me, um, I was going to say, and you do want to learn more about me, um, I'm at Callie. They do, Callie. Everyone wants to know who you are. Who is this chick? (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Thanks, y'all. Take care.